I've got a question for you. Who's the person you're being? Are you satisfied? It's okay. This is a judge-free zone, and it's exactly why I started the show. Welcome to Be The Person, a podcast for the brave and the curious who are ready to explore who they are fully created to be. I'm your host, Annie Randall, the adventurous one leading this investigative journey of transformation. By delving into topics and asking unexpected questions, we will discover the keys for unlocking our true potential and being our best selves today. You may be surprised by what you find when you let go of fear in order to discover the answers of becoming the person you were made to be. Today, I want to share something with you that I struggled with for years. It was the feeling of not being good enough. In my 20s and 30s, I couldn't have verbalized it, but my actions showed that's what I was feeling. I have some things that have helped me over the years to overcome this, and I would love to share those with you today. It's still a journey for me, but I would like to take you inside that story and share with you today. I'm going to start today's podcast with a story, and it's one from junior high. I still remember it. I was walking down the hall in the seventh grade, and I had saved up all of my money to buy this new outfit. It was a pink skirt with a pink shirt, and it had polka dots on it. We didn't have a ton of extra money growing up, and I had saved up all of my babysitting money to buy this outfit. I was proud of it. I really liked how it looked, and I remember that morning being at my locker and two older girls coming by, and they looked at me and started to laugh. After the next class, I came back to my locker, and so did the girls, and they came back with an older girl as well, and all three of them started to point and laugh, and I went from feeling really great that day to feeling about two inches big and wanting just to crawl inside of my locker. I never thought about that day for a lot of years. And if I did, I'm sure I just felt bad about it. But all these years later, I realized that was probably the start of some of the beliefs I carried with me for a long time. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't good enough. Play it small. Don't stand out. Life is formed by the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves, about the life of all the things that have happened to us. We tell ourselves stories. And what I've come to realize is the life we live is largely dependent on the stories that we do tell ourselves. What about you? What are the stories you're telling yourself about your life? Maybe you could relate to my story. It really was the story of not being good enough. And sometimes that story included pretty enough. When I look in the mirror and wonder, why do I look like this? Or why do I have that pimple? Sometimes it was a story of not skinny enough. When I would put on jeans and think, why don't my legs look different? And sometimes it was a story of not being smart enough. I wasn't the smartest person in class. And there was definitely always kids smarter than I was. But my mind's favorite 
was you're not good enough. When it couldn't come up with another word, it just put in the word good. I'm not sure how enough was or how good you had to be. I didn't question that story for a long time. I just believed it. Other people were beautiful, skinny, brilliant, successful. But Annie Randall, you're not one of them. And then several years ago, I really just started to pay attention. What was I telling myself? And it was a really mean story. And what I realized is I wouldn't have any friends or employees if I spoke to them the way I spoke to myself. And honestly, I would never even consider it. But it really made me think, if I wouldn't say it to somebody else, why was I saying it to myself? I also started paying attention to other people's story. What were they telling themselves? And what I realized is that they were also speaking very mean to themselves. Research backs this up. Study finders did a study that showed eight out of 10 millennials felt like they weren't good enough in any area of life. And the stories that they were telling themselves were not good ones. But how do we tell ourselves better stories? If the story really dictates the life we live and how we're meant to be, I want to write a really great life and a good adventure. And so I want to tell myself a good story, and I'm sure that you do too. One of my favorite books that I've read is by Donald Miller, and it's A Million Miles in a Thousand Years. I'm going to put the link in the show notes because he talks about his life as a story and not liking the story he was living He really goes on to change that by deciding he was the character in his life. And he went from sleeping all day on his couch, not having a job, to riding his bike across America, starting a nonprofit that he was really passionate about. And he reminded me, regardless of your past story, you get to write the future one. Ambition creates fear, but it also creates a story. And there's a force in the world that doesn't want us to live out a good story, doesn't want us to face our issues and our fears and to bring something good into the world. But we were meant to do that. And I just thought, if Donald Miller can change his story, I can change mine and you can change yours. You have something beautiful to give this world. And as an author, we can't go back and rewrite, but we do get to write going forward. How do we write a story that we're proud of? And what areas of our story need to look different? And what I realized is before I could go forward in writing this story, I really needed to look back. What was the story that I was telling myself Because for a lot of years, it was the 7th and 8th grade girls that got to write that story for me or other people in my life that didn't have um, the capability that I should have let them write that story. And I'm not alone here. 50% of Americans can't or won't look at themselves in the mirror. 
And a lot of that has to do with our past stories. How do you look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of the person looking back? Because when that happens, everything changes in your future. So let me tell you three questions that I've used to help me when a story pops up. It's one, where did the story come from? Is the story true? And do I want to keep believing the story? Let me dive into each one of those. Where did the story come from? We give a lot of space and time in our life to people that don't deserve it. Maybe it's that past boyfriend or girlfriend, the terrible boss. But it's harder when it's somebody close to you. Maybe you had a parent or a family member tell you you weren't going to amount to anything. But what we know is hurt people hurt people. Did the person speaking into your life want something good for you? Did they have a voice that counts? The second thing is, is this story you're telling yourself true? For a long time, I believed everything my brain told me was true. And now I know that it's not. My husband and I own three Orange Theory Fitness locations. And whenever I have a new leader start, I have them read a book called Crucial Conversations. In this book, it talks about how to handle conflict, but it really talks about in a split second, our brain tells us a story when something happens. The issue is sometimes that story isn't true. It happened to me, gosh, just a couple weeks ago. I have a general manager. Her name is Maddie. And she's fantastic. And I always send somebody else an email if it's going out to a large group of people to proofread it for me. And in this case, I asked Maddie to proofread an email. And usually she's very quick. And I sent the email over to Maddie. And I didn't hear anything back for a couple hours. And the story my brain started to tell myself was, Annie... I bet there's a lot of grammar errors in that email. I don't think the content's very good. And now, as Maddie's manager, you put her in a really hard position to have to give you that feedback. What really happened is Maddie got busy. We talked, and she had gotten busy with a member and an employee. She called me back after a while and said, hey, love the email added some color, changed a little formatting, we're good to go. And it just made me realize I know this and how easily we can all fall into it. We really have to take a minute and just evaluate those stories that we're telling ourselves. When conflict comes up, I do this a lot. I'll ask myself, what is the story you're telling yourself right now? And honestly, sometimes in a conversation, I'll start it that way. I'll say, hey, the story I'm telling myself right now is, and I'll let the person respond. And what I found is sometimes that story is spot on, and other times it's really off. But to take those few minutes and look, is the story true? And the last one is, do I want to keep believing the story? You know, some stories served us when we were younger 
but I'm not the same person I was at 14, 28, 37. And my life has changed and my stories need to change with it. I wouldn't think about keeping my iPhone 5 and when I'm texting, push the letter or the number three, three times for C. And you wouldn't keep an iPhone 5, but yet we keep these same stories over the years and really look at are they outdated stories? Do I need to let go of them? So let me share a little bit about what did I do with this with my not good enough story? Here's what I found. When I looked at where did the story come from, it really came from comparison. I was looking at what everybody else was doing. How pretty is she? How smart is he? How skinny are they? Instead of running my own race, I was looking what everybody else was doing and looking like. And I realized I had to stop that whole game. The next thing, is the story true? For so many years, I just believed that it was. I believed that it was 100% true, that I wasn't good enough. But what I can see now is the lens I had on was the lens of perfection. My good enough was 100%. It was unrealistic. If it wasn't the Harvard MBA or the airbrush model, wasn't good enough. And what I've realized now is there are certain areas that I love to focus on, like health and leadership. And there's other areas that I don't. I hate financial statements. I hate accounting. But I have a really great accountant, and I don't need to be smart enough in all of those areas. I need to be able to do it and look at it, but I don't need to be able to create it and be an expert in all categories. I can just focus on things where I need to be good. And my last thing I ask is, do I want to keep believing it? Is it making me better or worse? And in this case, I needed to find a new story. To believe that I wasn't good enough wasn't helping me or any of the people around me. And so when I looked to rewrite that story, for me, I rewrote it in God's word. What does God say that I, what I am? And he says, I'm a child of God. I'm created in his image. So I'm not good enough because of who I am, but because of whose I am. And that all sounds good, but you might be thinking, okay, but how? How do I tell myself a new story? And can I? And the answer there is yes, because our brain has something called neuroplasticity. And what this means is it has the ability to form new thoughts, new stories. And I love this. And it reminds me of a picture. I grew up in South Dakota. And when it snows in the winter, it doesn't always melt. And a lot of times our roads would get these ruts in them. And the further and further it would go on in the winter, the deeper and deeper those ruts would become. So by March, there could only be like one track in the road. But the good news is 
spring always came and those always melted. And just like those ruts melted, those things in our brain, those pathways, they can change and melt and form new connections. But we have to decide what is that story and change it. So our brain does have that ability. And in 2021, I really realized this. At the end of the year, I looked back and I love goals. I love goal sheets. I love to cross them off. And so I had done this throughout the year and I crossed off most of my goals. But I just had this nagging feeling that I really wasn't being the person I was meant to be. And so my motto for 2022 was what if I said yes? And I said yes to a lot of things that year that scared me a lot. And there were things that I'd never done before. But what I realized is I didn't have to do them alone. I got a coach. I got a group of ladies in a mastermind. And we leaned on each other. We gave each other courage. And so I wasn't alone. I didn't have to go on this journey by myself. And you don't either. We can go on it together. You can find people in your community, a coach, a family member. But what I realized is I did need to be brave. I did need to step out and be courageous to be the Annie Randall that I was meant to be. Because I was the main character of my story, and you are the main character of your story too. What is the story that you want to write this year with your life? And it's crazy because we don't get a redo. We have to be really intentional. And I love a quote by Roland Bird. It says, moving through life is like driving a car. Sometimes you have to look in the rearview mirror and deal with what you see, but you can't move forward if you stare in the rearview mirror. And I would just challenge you today, look at those stories that you're thinking about, that you're believing. Ask yourself the three questions. Where did the story come from? Is it true? And do I want to keep believing that story? There might be some things from your past that you need to let go of in order to live the person that you were meant to be. And I just have this feeling that somebody in here today of just listening might need to hear it, that you're enough. You don't have to keep striving and pushing. You just need to step in and be the person that you were meant to be. That person is on the other side of the story you're telling yourself about you. And what I will say is the world needs that person. You have gifts and talents that if you don't bring them, the world's going to miss out because only you can bring those. So I just want to leave you with the thought that you are enough. <laughs>